What did you like better, Jedi or The Empire Strikes Back? Empire. Blasphemy. Empire had the better ending. I mean, Luke gets his hand cut off, finds out Vader's his father, uh, hand gets frozen, take away by Boba Fett. It ends on such a down note. I mean, that's what life is, a series of down endings. All, all Jedi had was a bunch of Muppets. There was something else going on in Jedi. I never noticed it till today. They build another Death Star, right? Yeah. Now, the first one was completed and fully operational before the Rebels destroyed it. Luke blew it up. Give credit where credit's due. And the second one was still being built when they blew it up. Compliments of Lando Calrissian. Something just never sat right with me that second time around. I could never put my finger on it, but something just wasn't right. And you figured it out. The first Death Star was manned by the Imperial Army. The only people on board were stormtroopers, dignitaries, Imperials. Basically. So when they blew it up, no problem. Evil's punished. And the second time around? The second time around, it wasn't even done being built yet. It was still under construction. So? So a construction job of that magnitude would require a hell of a lot more manpower than the Imperial Army had to offer. I bet they brought independent contractors in on that thing. Plumbers, aluminum siders, roofers. They're not just Imperials. Is that what you're getting at? Exactly. In order to get it built quickly and quietly, they'd hire anybody that can do the job. Think the average stormtrooper knows how to install a toilet main? All they know is killing in white uniforms. All right, so they bring in independent contractors. Why are you so upset at its destruction? All those innocent contractors brought in to do the job were killed. Casualties of a war they had nothing to do with. All right, look, you're a roofer. Some juicy government contract comes your way. You got a wife and kids, the two-story in suburbia. This is a government contract, which means all sorts of benefits. Along come these left-wing militants and blast everything within a three-mile radius with their lasers. You didn't ask for that. You have no personal politics. You're just trying to scrape out a living. Excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, what are you talking about? The ending of Return of the Jedi. My friend here is trying to convince me that any independent contractors who were working on the uncompleted Death Star were innocent victims when they were destroyed by the rebels. Well, I'm a contractor myself. I'm a roofer, done and ready home improvements. And speaking as a roofer, I can tell you a roofer's personal politics comes into play heavily when choosing jobs. Like when? Three weeks ago, I was offered a job up in the hills, beautiful house, tons of property, a simple reshingling job. They told me if I could finish it in one day, I would double my price. Then I realized whose house it was. Whose house was it? Dominic Bambino's. Babyface Bambino? The gangster? The same. The money was right, but the risk was too high. I knew who he was, and based on that, I turned the job over to a friend of mine. Based on personal politics. Right, and the next week, the Foresi family put a hit on Babyface's house. My friend was shot and killed didn't even finish reshingling. No way. I'm alive because I knew the risk involved in that particular client. My friend wasn't so lucky. Any contractor working on that Death Star knew the risk involved. If they got killed, it's their own fault. A roofer listens to this, not his wallet. Lights, camera, action. Welcome back to another episode of Happy Hour Films. As you all know, I'm Ross Bacon. I'm joined by my co-host, Mike McGuigan. How's everyone doing? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even say Mike say hi. I'm I'm out of it tonight. But we also have another <laughs> guest tonight, and it's returning favorite, Tyler. What's up, buddy? Light speed camera action. <laughs> the Endor. You wanted me to do that, and I th- I thought I was going to get away with it, but whatever. <laughs> so, as everybody knows, we are a podcast of cracks up a beer, and we talk about some movies. Now, last week we did we started Trilla January. Yeah, that's right. I'm copywriting that phrase. And- <laughs> We did the Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man last week. So this week we are going with what some would probably call the trilogy, which is the 
original trilogy Star Wars. So we're going to do 77 Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. But we'll also be talking about the other horse shit that goes on in that, that entire franchise. So before we get to that point, though, why don't we talk about what we're drinking? So guess first, Tyler, what have you got, buddy? I've got a special one. I went to Icarus Brewing again, again, you know, free to sponsor We us, both you know. have Icarus Brewing this week. <laughs> Shut up! I don't cut you. Look, this is the drama that leaks behind the scenes on the camera now. All right. I got a beer called Chewbacca. Oh, That's no. right. Chewbacca beer. And, with some uh, dog on it? <laughs> yeah, with some dog on it, dog. All right, let's see. All right, we got a little bit of a... There we go. There go. All right, here we go. Tyler takes a sip. Nice. Sorry. Right. <laughs> it's not. It's not Fine. Star Wars enough. It's just like Fine. you know. I need a green beer, right. or I need like blue milk or something. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like Return of the Jedi. I mean, I've Fine. had. I've yeah. had. I've had blue milk in uh, Orlando, and that shit is nasty. I heard what it's really it? bad. Like, is it just badly food-colored milk? What is it? I mean, it's so it's an alcoholic drink, and they put tequila in it. I think it's. Pl- I know what it is. It's plant-based, like sort like a like type of milk, like pea milk or something. Ugh. And uh, it's dyed blue, and like it's there's like, green milk flavor too. and stuff. Yeah, from like Last Jedi or whatever. Yeah. Ugh. They but... said it tastes bad. They should went full on. Put up spoiled milk, like something really gross, and fans would have loved it. Like something oh, yeah, really absolutely. disgusting. Not dyed blue, but turned blue because it went so bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mike, what do you got? All right, so I also went to Icarus Brewing, and I got Go Flight, which has a nice little rocket ship on there. Oh, nice. And uh, it's, a, uh, it's a pale ale, 5.4%. It's a pretty standard pale ale. It's really good. Nice. Yeah, and I am drinking... I went back to, I think I've had this one before. Mike's had one as well a while ago, but I went back to Forgotten Boardwalk in um, Cherry Hill and I got myself a dark ride as opposed to dark side. But um, I think you're stretching for that connection there, Ross. You like that? that? Ross's eyes have now turned yellow. (laughs) He's transformed. He's gone back. I got, dark I got my bacon, Buick, if you will. Dark, I, got dark bacon. Grill, I got my Buick grill head, head my helmet on and yeah. my light bright on my chest. <laughs> and I got a 7.5 black chocolate salted stout. And it's it's a little bit stoutier than my recent stouts, but it's it's not bad. Is okay. stoutier an actual like adjective? It is, is now. <laughs> Just like Trilla January, man. I'm putting stoutier in the dictionary too. You're getting all sorts of trademarks out here. Damn right. We're gonna we're gonna start marketing our own dictionaries, what we're gonna do. The patent office is gonna be pissed off. Yeah, they are. Who the fuck? They could be like, he's trademarking bacon. <laughs> That's right. If I could, I would. Me and Oscar Meyer are gonna have a showdown. Uh, this episode's also a birthday spectacular. We gotta wish Tyler a happy birthday as he had a nope. recent one. Happy and birthday. This, uh, this episode's going to release on my birthday. So. That's right. So if you're listening no to this right cares, now. No one cares, though. That's the thing. Yeah, you're listening oh. to this right now. It's Why are you being so oh, rude no. to me, Tyler? <laughs> the fame has gotten to me. The fame has gotten to my head. Yeah, he came in hot. <laughs> he came in hot tonight. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, all right. So now that we got that all sorted out of the way, why don't we talk about or get into at least 
to start off 1977 Star Wars or the rebranded episode for A New Hope, depending on when you watch this or what version of this you watched. I mean, there's like 40,000 of them. Because George and Lucas all of them fucking stop. <laughs> all of them that you can get your hands on now have some crappy CGI injected into it. Yeah, it's it's either the 77 original, like the 97 re-release, the 2004 special edition, the 2011 Blu-ray edition, and then like the edited, like added in rando shit Disney Plus editions, which are what I watched. So whatever, yeah, watched whatever versions of those are, that's what I ended up watching. With, you know, really, edition. Right. really, really edition. shitty looking job of the hut. Yeah. And like the, um, like the video, like the 8-bit video game Han Solo when he steps on his tail and goes over yeah, it. Like really choppy yeah. going over it. It's so bad. <laughs> but, you know, I only found out recently that that was in the, that wasn't in the original cut. Right. Like the, the original cut, like the theatrical release, that wasn't in there. Yeah, no, like I, was, my, I think that was added in the 90s release. Yeah. yeah. And I was talking to my girlfriend's dad, and he was like, yeah, what is this? Like, he never saw, like, like the first time he saw it, like, with us, like, the uh, that thing, he was like, what is that scene? When did that happen? Like, he had a full Mandela effect. He thought, like, that was going on. Right. Yeah, it's it's so weird what Lucas did. because And it's the most apparent in um, Jedi. Because yeah. he added the most shit and changed the most shit in Jedi. Empire is kind of untouched for the most part. It's it's only like no. some little shit here and there. What I will say is the Empire has one part that just drags me out of the movie because of how bad it looks. And it's when Luke's falling down the pit. Oh, you mean when oh, he yeah. suddenly oh, all of a sudden goes and makes, and makes like a left yeah. bottom? <laughs> also, when the lightsaber duel is going on, it almost, it really, when Darth Vader like falls off a little ledge thing, it almost looks like they have like a dummy and just throw him off and just have James Earl Jones go, ah! <laughs> well, that's the, that's the best part about this, when hearing James Earl Jones' like fight reactions. That wasn't him in the suit. That was the late David Prowse who recently died. But you can just picture James Earl Jones like sitting with a cup of tea in a studio in like a sound booth. And then they're like, all right, James, this is the fight scene sound effects. Just start making noise. And then he's like, oh, oh, oh. I love James Earl Jones. He's a that's, national treasure. Dude, that's like the origins of anime. Like anime is like full on always like, huh? Oh. Right. <laughs> you know, but, I think it paid like twenty thousand dollars. Right, but it's James Earl Jones, <laughs> you know. Like I would say, the second most—I don't know whose voice is more legendary, his or uh, Morgan Freeman's. I'd say him. I'd say him just because his career started later. <laughs> so, but then there's of course there's in a uh, Jedi when he has to throw the uh, the Emperor, and they added in that no. No, <laughs> like they added in that series and knows that he yells and it's just terrible. <laughs> but speaking of no, why don't we at least get into the rankings of why don't we just say all of the movies? You know, we can start with these three because that's what we're talking about. So, Tyler, why don't you talk, walk us through your rankings of the original three? All right. Um, my original three, number one for me. People are going to be pissed off at this, but Uh-oh. it's Return of the Jedi. Oh, you son. Number one for me. <laughs> I love Return of the Jedi. It just wraps everything off in a nice bow. It's kind of silly. It's kind of like, why are these little Chewbacca things running around? But hey, you know what? Whatever. 
Obviously, number two is Empire Strikes Back. The best film, but not my favorite, but, but the best film of the, uh, of uh, still the whole franchise. And number three, A New Hope, because it's yeah. kind of slow and boring a little bit. That's, I have sort of similar reasoning. Like, if I was ranking the movies from best to worst, it's Empire, A New Hope, and then Return of the Jedi. But I enjoy watching Return of the Jedi more than A New Hope. I think Luke's kind of a whiny bitch in A New Hope. Yeah, I, yeah. See, I, think, that, I think he's supposed to be, though. He's, su- he's definitely he's supposed to be, but that doesn't that. mean I want to watch it. Yeah, that's true. It's it is weird though, because you know, for me it's two one three. It's it's Empire, New Hope, and Jedi. But in in Jedi, like with the speaking of Luke being whiny, like in the in New Hope he's supposed to be whiny because he's supposed to learn how mature, blah blah blah, whatever. Hero's journey, all that shit. In Jedi, the weirdest thing is when he, he there's that recorded hologram speech that he gives to uh, Jabba about giving away the droids and all that. It's like Mark Hamill was shown a cue card as he was reading the like the line during the take. It's so yeah. unnatural, like every part of it. And it was like, Luke's, a, I mean, Mark Hamill's a better actor than this. Like, what went wrong? <laughs> it's funny, because Mark Hamill's probably a better voice actor than he is, like, live action actor. Joker, oh, wink, wink, the Joker, wink, wink. Absolutely. But I, I mean, think... he's got Joker, Fire Lord Ozai. He's got a ton of comic book villains, really. He does all kinds of shit, too. He's in everything. Um, then there's, of course, you know, there's, the whole thing where he got like an uh a, what was it like a motorcycle accident between New yeah fire and that's why he looks different <laughs> yeah and they uh I did did they write the snow scene where he's attacked by the snow monster just so he could have the scars on his face I think so I think so yeah they said but, he was really fucked up from that like they said like yeah I'm pretty sure it was like it was facial ugly. reconstruction yeah. yeah it's it's rough but all right so we got that out of the way but so okay. The prequels, because I guess we'll go in release order. So prequels, where are you landing on those, Tyler? All right. Obviously, best one, because it's just so funny. And, like, I feel like there's a resurgence, you know, of uh, popularity. Number one is three. Number yeah. two is two. And number one, Phantom Menace is the last place. I think that's a snore yeah. fest. I uh, disagree. I think three is definitely the best. But I mm. despise two. I think two is easily the worst movie of the Star oh, Wars franchise. Oh, sand and course, yeah, yeah. I get that, man. Yeah, I'm probably right there with you. Like, like it's a toss up for me of whether of which one's the worst one, Attack of the Clones or Phantom Menace. Like, it's it's really a toss up because they're just so fucking boring. That's the thing. Like, I want to like two because I love Christopher Lee. And I love you and McGregor having a bigger role in two than he did in one, but two is just so bad. It's awful. And it's the worst part is all the CGI. It makes it look like, you know, the Clone Wars TV show, you know, because everything. Hey, don't trash the Clone Wars TV show. That's, that's pretty good. Well, no, I'm talking about looks wise, you know, yeah, it looks like a cartoon because everything is CGI in that. It's terrible. The one thing I hate in that movie in the second one in uh, Attack of Clones is they go to like a club in that movie, like Obi Wan and Anakin go in a club, and I'm like, I feel like I'm not watching Star Wars. Like I feel like this is like a prime time fucking CSI type of show right now. Like it's so stupid. Well, Phantom Menace is essentially what C-SPAN, <laughs> you know? Cause yeah, basically. That's I love the whole fucking time. I always bring up the movie pitch meetings because I love. He's like, you know, what kids love politics. <laughs> 
And now what saves uh what saves the Phantom Menace a bit for me is I like Qui Gon a lot. He's not bad. Yeah, and Darth Maul's okay. If you also, really- um, Duel of the Fates is the best song of like from a score ever. I love Duel of the Fates. My Imperial March, man. That Imperial March from the Empire is fucking phenomenal. Dude, you're both wrong. The throne room in the end of episode four, when they're walking down to get their medals from Princess Leia, and they're all like, bah, dah, bah, dah, dah. I can't um, see anyone because it'll get copyrighted, but um Justice for yeah. Chewbacca. Yeah, <laughs> but I, man, I guess in like the, the sequels best. he does get a medal, right? At some point he does, I think. Don't they do that in like Rise of Skywalker or some shit? Speaking of, you forgot this. Yeah, why don't we get to the garbage of the trail of the Seer franchise? Let's rank these pieces of shit. Tyler, go ahead. <laughs> All right, let me think. Well, no, actually, I do like number one for me is Force Awakens because that's it's, the most bearable. It's a new hope rehashed. Yeah, and there's nothing that's like awfully bad about that. But man, yeah, I was like, I would, I would, put, I'm gonna put the last Jedi higher than the force awakens because at least the last Jedi was awful, but it was different. Rise of Skywalker was like a rate, like a race to the finish line. Like we don't give a fuck what happens. Luke is somewhere. Here's this, here's this, here's what's going on. And Oh, by the way, this, the, the, your, your favorite trilogy, your favorite saga has ended. You're done. Yeah. Like on to our stuff now. Yeah, I can the, see that. Microbio. The fact that the rise of Skywalker made um what's he, what's the second one called again? <laughs> the last Jedi. The last Jedi. The last Jedi. The, la- the rise of Skywalker somehow made the last Jedi look decent, and that was hard yeah. to do. So I'm gonna rank them: um, The Force Awakens, and what's the second one called again? The last, the last Jedi. The last Jedi, bro. <laughs> right, Force Awakens, <laughs> Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I'm right there with you, but I mean, and same reason, like Force Awakens, it's kind of like, okay, it's New Hope remix. All right. And then it's like Last Jedi, at least Last Jedi for as bad as it is, is a movie that someone actually put thought into. Granted, all the wrong thoughts went into it, but it's different thoughts. They Mm -hmm. tried to do something different. It's funny because if you want to see the thoughts that he wanted to do with The Last Jedi actually put into a good movie where those types of thoughts work watch Knives Out, because he yeah. tries to do all the different plots of version there, and Knives Out's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, Rise of Skywalker is just, the internet was mad about Last Jedi, let's try to make them happy, and they yeah, exactly. did it horribly, and it's awful. And then, you know, of course, you know, I would, uh, there's two left, there's Rogue One and Solo, Solo can be completely forgotten for all I care, and I Rogue forgot one... about that until you just said that, actually. exactly, I did not it. need, I did not need to see Solo, one of the oh. best parts about Han Solo's character is sort of the mystery to him, yeah, Solo's garbage, Rogue One is up there, I'd, I'd put it after Return of the Jedi, like, I'm, I like it, I'm, I'm like it, with yeah, I really like Rogue One, that's, um, in terms of space battles, I think, you, we get one of the absolute coolest ones in Rogue One. It's just, and it's like, it's not fun per se, but it's it's interesting. You know, it's it's, it's fucking it's, heavy, it's, man. Yeah, it's a fucking it's, heavy film, especially at the it, end where they all like die because and turn to like particles. Like that's how they die. Like the atoms get like split yeah, one by one. Like it's like, well. oh man, this is fucking meta. Like it's, <laughs> it's the movie that was written entirely to cover up a plot hole. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it, it doesn't even cover up a plot hole necessarily. It covers up the plot hole for the first Death Star having that weakness, but the second Death Star having the same weakness is there's no answer for that. <laughs> well, the first, the, the second Death Star has the entire half of it open. You, know? yeah. you don't really need a vent. <laughs> and and we, then we must acknowledge that uh, Randall Graves, who you heard at the beginning of this episode, was absolutely correct senseless death going on at the end of return of the jedi with all those independent contractors those siders those roofers those plumbers those they didn't they signed on you know some personal politics they picked the job so i guess they knew what was coming but it's a damn shame what the rebellion did to them Hey, <laughs> yeah, collateral damage right <laughs> right exactly it's awful i didn't even think about that <laughs> like their heads explode from lack of oxygen like <laughs> well actually actually how many uh, I'm going to assume that they're having droids build this mostly. You'd hope so. But I think in the Mandalorian, they do mention that there are like actual people working on the Death Star at one point or like <laughs> were working on it at some point. And speaking of the Mandalorian, I'm going to put that up there right with Empire for me because that show is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. John yeah. Favreau so kicked good. it out of the park. Out of the it's park with so that show. Good. You know, and regardless of, you know, baby yoda or if anybody hasn't watched that far spoiler alert grogu you know he's mm-hmm. he's, he's there to sell toys and but damn it he's adorable he's, he's, so good. <laughs> he's my favorite little product <laughs> the story is just so good it's hard to believe that it came from the disney era of things like it's crazy john carbo is great yeah, well, it's because they put people that actually care, like, in charge. Like, the dude yeah. that's, like, I can't remember his name, but, like, the Clone Wars guy that's, like, mostly in charge of all of this, like, the stories. Oh, he's Dave like, uh, Filanoi. That's it. Fil- he's, Filoni like, or whatever. Filoni, I think it is. Yeah, he's yeah. he's one of, like, the biggest Star Wars people. He's, like, he, like, knows more in Star Wars about, than George Lucas kind of thing. And yeah, no, the- supposedly George, like, put him in the room and was, like, this is the story, this is the concept of Star Wars, blah, blah, like. This is this is what I have in mind. This is where you put all the right. Jar Jar moments that I demand in my contract. Like basically. <laughs> right. Wait, should we rank the trilogies? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's it's not hard. <laughs> yeah, it's easy, not. bro. Yeah, original prequels. Well, there are they actually do have names apparently. There's like the the rebellion saga is the one that we're gonna talk about tonight. Then there's like the the empire saga which is like the prequels or something and then there's like the new empire saga or some shit which is the newest three but yeah it's it's kind of weird but one thing i i mean the prequels are not good movie. i i think three is a decent movie i'm not gonna call three a bad movie but the prequels aren't good movies but i do really like the lore that gets added to the story because the original trilogy does not have that much in the way of lore well, it doesn't really need to. I mean, it's just like, it's a world, it's a universe that's just created and like you're living in it. Like there's no one there. We're so, nowadays, we're so used to people holding our hands and explaining everything to us. Like you just jump in. <laughs> Wonder Woman like, 84. <clears throat> oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's that's an episode for a different day. I'll tell you what <laughs> it is. But it's like, it's like Lucas was at least good enough with the story to be able to like throw you into it and then just pick it up. Like it's not so convoluted and crazy that you can't understand what's happening, you know? I'm not saying that it needed the lore, but I think the lore adds so much to it with, like, religions, with different things about the Jedi versus the Sith, with 
all that stuff. I, I find that stuff really interesting. And I'm glad that they added that in with the prequels and the, uh, like, the Clone Wars and stuff like that. Here, for me, I think the prequels, like, my, I remember my defining moment where I was like, these, this trilogy of films will never live up to the original was when I watched, was watching the third one again recently. And Kenobi is climbing through, looking at John Grievous, talking with the Federation guys, whatever. He's like, I'm like, oh, like, like, how's he gonna, like, you know, get to these guys? What's he gonna do? Blah blah, whatever. And in 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 this scene, he just jumps down, and goes, "Hello there," and then he fights John Grievous. John Grievous, who has killed numerous different Jedi and and taken their lightsabers as trophies, he's just gonna pop out, say hello, and then kill him. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on in those prequels that's like, yeah, they put the lore in, but it's like they just did it wrong. Like they didn't do yeah. it right, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like it would be like I'm interested in that shit too, but it's like don't make it like Senate hearings and shit. Like I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. fucking care. You know? <laughs> like give me Mace Windu giving me some history or something like that. Like that would be put awesome. the word fuck in it. Exactly. You gotta put the word fuck in it. Just okay, one- so that's a good transition, I would say, to uh, the Nerf Herder, the Star Wars N-word. Oh, yeah. We hear Leia oh, yeah. uh, drop on Han. <laughs> Han has so many great lines, especially <laughs> in Empire. Yeah. Well, with new, so let's let's jump into uh, 77. Let's jump into uh, New Hope. Um, I do. I hadn't seen all three of these movies in a while. I'd seen Empire when Disney Plus came out because I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm putting on Empire. But I hadn't watched New Hope in a while. And so I forgot that R2 is essentially in, like, The Hills Have Eyes Jawa edition in the beginning of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I completely forgot all about that. And then the fucking Jawas sound exactly like Cinderella's mice. (laughs) (laughs) That's I keep getting it. They're like, Tahini! Or whatever. Or is that from Spaceballs? Utini! Utini! Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, be talking about, we'll be talking about Spaceballs in a couple weeks. Yeah, Spaceballs <laughs> is dink, 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 dink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, when do we got to Disneyland? <laughs> you <Yep. laughs> so good. But, yeah, and then there's, you know, and... There's there's some of the things that like because obviously it's 1977 it's all practical effects with the exception of what Lucas added later you know um, but like then there's like the rando droids that droids are either like you know trash cans or robot people that's that's really all he goes for there or they're little balls that's all they are <laughs> you know it's true that's all you need, yeah. all you need for a droid apparently according to George Lucas <laughs> yeah no, that's what so my thing with the New Hope. And as much of a better movie as it is than episode six, the first like 30 minutes are kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When you're starting off your it's space opera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just him talking to his uncle about like what he's going to do that day. And then he's like, yeah, okay. I'm going to drive my light speed. The, uh, you know, it's funny. Nowadays, we look at like, uh, like that hover uh, crap that he had, they drove around. And we were like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, whatever. But I'm sure in the 70s, like, like my grandparents, their brains stem, like, popped out of the back of their skull. Like, oh, my God. probably was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Hang the witch. Hang the witch. <laughs> yeah, basically. 
Now, once Ben comes into this movie, once we get Obi-Wan, that's when thing kicks up and then I this movie gets a lot better. Ben, I love that. Yeah. Ben Kenobi for one. Like, where are you going to hiding, Obi-Wan? Way to not change your last name, dude. Yeah. Ben and way Kenobi, to, to Obi Wan the ruse like Yoda does. Like, at least Yoda plays with Luke for a while on Dagobah. Yeah. But in this one, it's like Obi-Wan just like, oh, yeah, stranger. Oh, Obi-Wan? Yeah, of course I know him. That's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, wait. We got to bring up the memes from Star Wars because, of course, I know him because it's me. <laughs> and I haven't heard that name in a long time. Like, yeah, that's another one. But, um, yeah, there's a few in this. But, uh, yeah, I can't believe we didn't bring up the best song from Star Wars, which is, of course, the Cantina theme. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. Mose Eisley's Cantina from. Uh... That's what I love. I'm not the biggest Family Guy fan, but I, in the Family Guy episode for Star Wars, the Cantina band stopped playing. He's like, What are we? Are you, any requests from the audience? Play the same exact song. You got it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the modal nodes or something like that, I think is what they're called. But, um, yeah, there's, I mean, I mean, then there's, of course, like, obviously after seeing Rogue One, there's, like, something about going back and seeing Grand Moff Tarkin, like, Peter Cushing in the flesh, you know? It's like That was so weird. Like, yeah. I'm still, like, it's jarring. Right. And, of course, you know, again, after Rogue One and also the late great Carrie Fisher, you know, seeing a young, mostly sober Carrie Fisher in New Hope, that's fun. And it's it's also interesting to see her progression through Empire and Jedi to Jedi, where she's essentially high the entire time in almost every scene she's in. But yeah, it's it's pretty weird, like seeing her transition from like bright eyed, you know, gorgeous Princess Leia, yeah. to kind yeah. of dead eyed, kind of probably high or a little least under the influence, and then in Jedi, she sounds completely different. Prozac, <laughs> Prozac induced, you know, like yeah, yeah, that was. Oh wait, was this before? When did the Blues Brothers come out? Because that's the other major movie I know Carrie Fisher from. Uh, in between like, these, uh, in be- I think it was in between Empire and Jedi. Um, I want to say seventy nine or seventy eight. Let's see. Because there was like a five year jump, wasn't there? Yeah, I don't remember. Um, uh, nineteen eighty. So uh, it's Empire. And same year as Empire. Okay. Yeah. Because Empire is 80, Jedi is uh, 83. But, um, yeah, it's... And then, of course, of course, while we're talking about Carrie Fisher, there's her accent. She has that, like, British oh, yeah. accent in the beginning of the movie that just goes... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. <laughs> my there's absolute... a lot of random shit in this movie. <laughs> my absolute like, favorite scene in this movie is when Han shoots the guy and the other guy coming through on the speaker. He's like, oh no, there's no problem. There's no problem. There's a weapons malfunction. They're like, we're gonna send it. No, don't send weapons. <laughs> and he shoots it. He's like, it was a boring conversation anyway. Luke, right. we're gonna have company. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about how an entire planet gets blown up too? And then when I was younger. Like that gravitas did not hit me at all. I was like, "Oh man, they blew that her favorite thing up." But like, billions of people died within seconds. Right. <laughs> like, yep, they're all gone. <laughs> all of a sudden, she's the only one left. <laughs> yeah, we're at the right coordinates, but the planet's not here. Yeah, right. 
it's like oops <laughs> oh well <laughs> it's like when you it's like when you uh you look online like you know like a restaurant or something you want to go to who's there but like then you get there and you're like oh it's something else like oh oh it closed down like permanently like three years ago and became this other thing it's like oh <laughs> son of a bitch but on like you know a planetary scale <laughs> but then of course yeah there's also the fact that and we and family guy does it pretty well when um they address the fact that Leia is essentially the only woman in the universe until Return of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there's that one other woman that gives the speech about the Bothans getting the information or whatever. And then you can see like one other extra who's in the background of that little scene beforehand, and she's a woman. So there's like three tops in the whole universe. <laughs> Now, uh, what about the plot holes that I, the sequels kind of create for this? Where why doesn't Obi Wan? Why isn't Obi Wan familiar with R two D two and C three PO? Yeah. Also, like, why can't Vader sense Leia as well? Yeah. You know, it's there's all kinds. Only of stuff. until the end. Only until the end. He's like, there is another. Oh wait, no, that's Obi Wan's voice. That's yeah. That's. Well, yeah. Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. But Vader, most times he's like oh luke's on that ship and it's like well leia's there too you know and oh, they're, they're right. both your kids another <laughs> plot hole that comes up in uh return of the jedi yoda before uh leaving an empire yoda's like no wait you have to finish your training before you can go confront vader then luke goes back in return of the jedi and he's like no your training's done now you got to go confront vader yeah, you're good. <laughs> Remember that before? Now I was, I was high or something. You finished that shit in Zoom class. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, it's like, then, <laughs> then, of course, there's like all of the, then there's the just the funny lines, you know, where they show the, um, the Jawa like carrier that's like shot up. And I think Luke's like, oh, the Jawas are sampled or whatever. And he's like, no, no. This is stormtroopers. Only stormtroopers are this precise. It's like, all right, yeah, that's right. fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> which they make fun of in the Mandalorian, which I love. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, Can we talk uh, about how uh, Boba Fett's a terrible fucking bounty hunter? I, which one? He, you mean Australia, New Zealand, Tamar Morrison, Boba Fett, or the original, <laughs> like, gruff dude? <laughs> the original, the, because in Return of the Jedi, it looks like his aiming's worse than the Stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, and he gets knocked out like a bitch, too, like, pretty yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah, and his screaming is the best when he falls into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Like, <gasps> yeah, isn't that the uh, the Wilhelm scream? I think that's when they hit him, hit him with the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm it's trying to do my best. We'll have a screen. Give me a second. Give me a second. Pure silence yeah. for a second. Back from the mic. Back from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> dead on. Absolutely dead on. <laughs> Next to it's the same volume. It's perfect. <laughs> that was not Tyler playing a clip. It was actually Tyler. Mike and I both saw it. I mastered acting there. So. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's slumming it to be on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about how Luke? absolutely jacked off to the recording of princess leia yeah he's he's got some complicated feelings once i bet once he finds oh we didn't bring up we didn't bring up aunt beru once uh that she was a woman in the galaxy until she died is she though she looks like max dad max mom from it's always sunny (laughs) 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 but yeah it's then there's i i do what i do one of the things i do love about new hope 
is how like the middle 45 minutes to an hour of the movie is just one long suspenseful action sequence yeah it's really good and it's it, it kind of like takes it it makes the first slow part of the movie like better but yeah. it also kind of like it's kind of makes the ending a bit of a letdown you're kind of like oh shit you know <laughs> you know it's like oh this the middle of the movie was the best part of this movie you know Another line that I always think about is Han saying, hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. And, you know, he, he would have been alive during the Republic days, wouldn't he have been? Yeah. We, we see trivia. <laughs> trivia alert, trivia alert, trivia uh-huh. alert. I saw this and I thought, George Lucas, if he did this, I don't know if it would have been, like, super, like, fan service or, like, super cool, but in episode three, when they go to Kashyyyk, the uh, the Wookiee planet, right, with the uh, with all the Chewbacca's and other Wookiees around, supposedly George Lucas' original idea was to have a teenage Han Solo walk around helping the Wookiees, huh. like he was supposed to be a character in there. And I was like, "Fuck, that would have been really cool." At Episode Three, you see like a Han Solo being like, "I'm Han Solo, except younger." And you don't know me, but I mean, it would dope. I think it'd been really, really cool. Well, it would have explained. Kind of yeah, it would have been a better explanation of why he just calls him Chewy. You know, like lifelong friends. That's his nickname. Yeah. As opposed to in Solo, where he's just like, I don't want to say Chewbacca. I'm just gonna say Chewy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and know? the and the thing and the thing that cracks me up is in in the Force. <laughs> okay, that sounds so bad. But spoiler alert: Han Solo dies in Force Awakens, which is a which, by the way, ballsy for JJ to write that. Like, you know, like I'm sure he got pulled back from Disney. Well, he didn't want to. Wasn't it? Uh, he wasn't going to be in the movie unless he died. I thought. I yeah, did. It was probably. Ford, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Probably Harrison Ford hates Star Wars with a passion. Yeah. But when Chewie sees uh, Han Solo die, I don't know who the actor is, but he loves out like the funniest yell I think I've ever seen in my life. So. it just like breaks the scene for me like i can't stop laughing (laughs) well the actor in the suit is peter mayhew Mm -hmm. and um i don't i don't know who did the um i don't know who did the original uh i guess groans or wookie language or wookie talk i'm sure i'm gonna hear we're gonna definitely hear from uh, our friend brian who's absolutely knows that He's probably getting pissed off listening to this right now. Excuse me, like typing on the comment. Yeah. All Brian <laughs> does is insult my opinions on this. Yeah, but Mike's just lucky that he's not the one saying it right now. <laughs> he's messaging Stitcher to take us down. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, then there's you know, yeah, I, I'm not gonna, I can't find it. I'm sure it's, I'm sure somebody will let me know. Somebody, uh, we'll say who it is, but it, it could have been Mayhew. Who knows? But um. Then of course there's you know just a, let's start talking about Harrison Ford and just the casting of this movie. Harrison Ford is so fucking good as Han Solo. Oh yeah, He's so good, amazing, amazing. And even like Carrie Fisher is amazing as Leia. Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, amazing. Then there's you know there's no better voice that you could have gotten for Darth Vader than James Earl Jones. Yeah, there just isn't. Like, have you seen the original footage with the original David Prowse reading his lines? It's yeah. it's you can look it up on YouTube. It's absolutely hilarious because <laughs> it is the opposite of intimidating. <laughs> also, I want, what happened in the years between 
the episode three and episode four that made you and McGregor uh, age into Alec Guinness. <laughs> he lived a hard life. <laughs> the hard Jedi life in hiding. Because <laughs> I don't think it was that many years between, like, how many years is it between episode three and four? Not much, because he's already, because Anakin is Vader at the end of three. So it's however many pass between Rogue One. Well, how old is Luke at the beginning of this? Is he what? He's like 19. I know, I think. Yeah, I think 19 or 20. Carrie, I know Carrie Fisher was like 19. um, And they're not incredibly different in age, I don't think. Yeah, Um, Mark Hamill's 19. But I'm curious what the, Mark Hamill was younger. He was uh, 16. No, no. No way. 26. No way. He was 26. He was 26. Ryan's pissed 26. off. Ryan's ears are ringing, bro. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was, he was 26. 26. But, um, yeah, and uh, Carrie Fisher was 19. Yeah, so. But it's, yeah, then there's, you know, Halle, but the best part about that is Alec Guinness hated these movies. He absolutely hated these fucking movies. And it's so funny because most people, that's a lot, or a certain generation, that's what they remember him as. You know, they remember him as Obi-Wan. <laughs> And like, the butler from Clue, oh, that's like it. <laughs> I can only imagine how a dead Alec Guinness feels about that. But then, of course, there's the actual people that hated each other in these movies, which was um, Anthony, whatever his name is, fucking C-3PO and Kenny Baker and R2. You know, but Anthony Daniels, I think it is. And he was just a complete asshole. You know, just a prick to Baker because he was a little person. He was like, fuck this guy. He's a little. And I was like, well, you're kind of an asshole, dude. <laughs> you know? Wait, really? Your character sucks. <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah, he would call them all sorts of names and shit on set. Like they were, they hated each other, and it was all because Anthony Daniels was a complete piece of shit. That's why. No one even knows who Anthony Daniels is without the gold suit, like basically. Exactly, and Kenny Baker was just like just fine as being R two D two. You know? Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm good. He's like, I'm good being. (laughs) I don't need people to know who I am. You know. Like it's a character, it's a job. He tries to pull. He tries to pull like the D thing from uh, Always Sunny. Where she's like in that movie where she pretends to be like a, a zombie or like she's supposed to be a dead body. So Kenny Baker's just like popping out of this, uh, the arc. Right. I'm actually a human. Like, be a right. <laughs> Wait, so according to what I'm reading, Obi-Wan is supposed to be 53 at his death. What? Okay. He just came to walk. What the hell? That's, that's a hard 53. <laughs> I'm sorry, 57 at his death. 57. Still a hard 57. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that puts him roughly at 38 at in episode three. That makes sense. That that makes sense at least. So, but like a 38-year-old looking like Ewan McGregor does not turn into a 57-year-old looking like Alec Guinness. No, probably not. <laughs> but oh, and then of course, you know, now that we're now that he's allegedly supposed to be 57 or whatever. That makes the fight between him and Vader even funnier because those two are like, and I think it is that screen ran pitch meeting thing where they say it's like two geriatrics like battling with their canes or yeah. something. Just that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's a whacking each other with the lightsabers. There's no like art. That's, if you think if you think that is the best lightsaber duel in Star Wars, you are looking through some nostalgic goggles with that one. Well, yeah, I mean, they it's... aim for the lightsaber, like they like they actively aim and hit for the lightsaber. Like they don't aim for any open body part. Right. Say what you will about the prequels, but they had like 
The choreography for the fight scenes, especially the Darth Maul fight scene, is incredible. Yeah, I don't, yeah, obviously, you know, Lucas wasn't going for, you know, choreography. The man's, I mean, we can just say it. George Lucas is not a great director. <laughs> he's really not. He's competent, no. but he's not an, a phenomenal director. But I'm sure to him in 1977, that was like the height of battle, you know? I think everybody was probably like, oh, shit. Oh, oh my god! Oh. Yeah. Now, the big lightsaber fight scenes in episode five and six are considerably better than the one in episode four. Oh, Besides yeah. the, the spot in the episode five between Darth Vader and Luke where Vader just sort of stops and is pointing and just making things slowly fly at Luke. Yeah, and throw <laughs> shit at him because he remembers he can do that. <laughs> That's just kind of funny. Well, that's the thing. Like, neither he nor Kenobi remember they can do shit like that in that battle. (laughs) Basically. That would be really cool, though. They should re-edit. Why is George Lucas re-edit that? Like, get, like, like, some, like, person to, like, put, uh, what's his name? Uh, Out against his face and, like, have him do backflips and shit and, like, firefight Darth Vader. What they should do is go back, edit that scene to be, like, um, the... John Wick versus uh common battle in John Wick 2. Like an hour through like all of the Death Star or something like that. They're like shooting at <laughs> each other, you know. <laughs> then he like leaves his, his like lightsaber stuck in his chest. You know? <laughs> that was that was so dope, that scene. <laughs> like that would be phenomenal. And then just like don't even acknowledge it that they're like just take the scene and put like Darth Vader's head on um John Wick and then put uh, yeah, right. this is on common <laughs> like just make it the exact same scene but like honestly just... it'd be so fucking crazy that people won't even notice to be like Star Wars at its best like <laughs> yeah you know somebody be out there be like well you know the the reason they're wearing suits is because Jedi's can change their clothes if they need to be around people. And it's like, okay, shut the fuck up. You know, there yeah. was an extended universe book in 1985 that established that talent. You know, that's but, what oh, ruins movies, of, man. The fan bases, man. They, yeah, speaking they like, of, speaking uh, of Jedi talents, what happened to their like flash power? Like, can't they run super fast? Yeah. Like, isn't that in one of those movies? <laughs> Yeah, like Jedi's have a lot of powers that are just not on display in episode four. Right. Or during the prequel trilogy when they all fucking die. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, except the ones <laughs> we all know. <laughs> yeah, except the one the ones that sell toys. Right. <laughs> except the ones with futures. <laughs> or the ones yeah. that people are oddly attracted to, like Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the hell is that about? That's, are you talking about the cartoon one, or are you talking about the... Uh, both. Yeah. I mean, hey, the real life one, what? Is it Alexandra Daddario? Uh, no. no. No, bro. That's uh, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. I, I mean, either way, hey, if it was Alexandra Daddario, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I meant Rosario Actually, Dawson. They're both Percy Jackson so actresses, too. And they're so. both absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. But, all right. So, I mean, I feel like we've thoroughly covered the uh the original installment star wars new hope episode four whatever you want to call it i mean you get some of the great practical effects with the uh, last flight like the last space flight and stuff yeah yeah and then the whole you know use the force all that it's use the force so many iconic moments but it's Mm -hmm. i think i think empire is probably 
that much larger on every single aspect of of it all. So why wait, wait, I- wait. We didn't bring up Han Solo shooting first. We never brought that up. That needed to be brought up. Oh, you mean McClunky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Disney Plus settled that for everybody. <laughs> that is really weird, man. That's it's just so like strange. So like strange. why even take the time? Like someone had to sit in editing bay and do that. Like that is the worst thing. Like why? Terrible. Why? But all right, so what about we check in with our beers? So, Tyler, what you got? Is yours any good? What do you like? I still got Chewbacca. I'm on the second one still. Um, or not still. I'm halfway through, done to the second one. These are pretty strong, actually. Oh, I didn't even realize. I thought it was 5%. Five, five These it's are 7.7%. <laughs> no, they're 77 I was like, why am I getting so drunk right now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> We're going to lose Tyler right about the yeah. time Yoda dies in Jedi. <laughs> You're going to hear me snoring. I'll be face down on the computer. <laughs> We're going to literally have to yell to wake you up, but it won't be because you're listening to this episode. Yeah, exactly. The episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Somebody catch your beer. I'm uh, doing good. Half, I'm about halfway through my second one, too. Uh, really refreshing. Good ale. Nice. Yeah, my uh, my dark ride is pretty good, too. I enjoy Forgotten Boardwalk. Well done. Yeah, I always right. really like Forgotten Boardwalk, too. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, all right, so on to 1980s Empire Strikes Back. The arguably greatest second installment of a trilogy in movie history. It's this in Terminator 2, man. It's this yeah, man, it's right up there. 2. Or Dark Knight. I'm going to throw in Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. That's I, true. Godfather Part 2. Mm. Is it even that good? <laughs> and Toy Story 3. That's not a second installment, dumbass. Read the number in the no, time. It, no, it, it's a sequel to the second one. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying Toy Story 4 is actually a sequel, a third sequel? The third one, yeah, it's a third sequel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a third installment of the second movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That actually is how they should count it. <laughs> So, obviously, Empire Strikes Back. Again, still George Lucas doing the directing. He doesn't give that up until the third one. But, yeah, it's – Empire's just so damn good. Oh, it's, it's amazing. such a good movie. I think this is the highest-rated movie on IMDb that we've covered so far. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And uh, this is this is the movie where Nerf Herder pops up and – Leia, pro- Leia proves herself to be a space racist or whatever nerf herder means. <laughs> <laughs> a, a privileged, a privileged a, white space person a, or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> yeah, space, space Karen. Karen. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is this movie is considered the 15th best movie of all time on IMDb, which will be the highest movie we've watched on this podcast until next week. Right, when the dark nights. <laughs> up there i bet yeah and then two weeks from that all three of the lord of the rings movies are ahead of it (laughs) yeah but um yeah it's in this you get the imperial march which god damn it every time you hear that movie you either that the uh, song you either want to get up and march or you just want to be like all right evil's coming let's fucking do it (laughs) if hitler had it if hitler if Hitler had a theme song, it would have been the Imperial March. Like, Absolutely. straight up. Like, straight yeah. up. It's, like, the most, like, some shit's about to go down, like, uh, theme song. 
Absolutely. And even like, is it, I think it's in Jedi at the end when they play like the somber acoustic version of it. When yeah. Vader dies, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I heard that. I was like, it was the first time I'd ever heard that. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it was like, they really it's like, back, didn't they? <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, Mike. As the response to Han Solo with the when Leia calls him the uh, nerf herder, and scruffy looking nerf herder. Scruffy, who's scruffy looking? Right. <laughs> yeah, like that's the insulting part. So that makes you really wonder what the hell does nerf herder mean? <laughs> either, either it's the N word or it's like uh, it has to be the N word. It has to be because everyone was like, <gasps> like it took the air out of the room really quick in that in that scene. Right. Well, I mean, if there was other than James Earl Jones in the recording booth, if there was a black guy on set somewhere, he probably would have looked at James Lucas like, motherfucker, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're doing? <laughs> well, you can't forget the great Billy D. Williams coming in. Eventually, AKA Toothpaste. yeah. yeah. Telling yeah. his cold 45 with his cape on. Yeah, <laughs> right. Lando of the capes. So good. But... Then there's, of course, then there's just the little people that pop up now. There's, um, what's his name? Uh, I got him listed here. I just lost him. Crap. Um, Julian Glover, who is General Veers in this. He's General Veers in this. And he's also Grandmeister Pycelle in Game of Thrones. And he's Walter Donovan in The Last Crusade. So... I didn't even know that. Holy shit. Yeah, it's like, Google that one, kids. Google Julian Glover, and you'll see who I'm talking about. But, um... You also have, uh... You also have Jim Henson doing a lot of the puppet work, especially for Yoda, and you have Frank Oz, notably Fozzie Bear, voicing Yoda. (laughs) Yup. And also, if you've ever seen Trading Places, he's the, um... The cop who is questioning, um... Dan Aykroyd when he goes in. He says, uh... One bag, cellophane. <laughs> PCP, this is angel dust. You ever see what this stuff does to kids? <laughs> That's Frank Oz. <laughs> There's a deleted scene on, I think, the DVD version. Maybe it's probably on the blue right now of Empire Strikes Back. Because Frank Oz did, uh, I want to say, the voice of Miss Piggy, too. Yes. Where they, yeah. where they brought the Muppet on and Miss Piggy starting to talk to Kermit. At this, uh, not Kermit on Toyota at the same time, um, as like a little treat for the cast. Like, Google it, guys. Whoever's listening, pause this right now. Google this piggy meets Yoda. I know it sounds like some like you, little YouTuber uh, dream come true, but that's probably one of the best things I've ever seen. It's so funny. Never tell me up, the odds. Right. <laughs> and if you pull up the Yoda meets Miss Piggy slash fiction, we're not responsible for what you <laughs> Yeah. R so. slash Miss Yeah. And if you see my name attached to that, it's not me. It's someone else that stole my identity. It's absolutely Ross. It's meets me. it's, meets it's spelled definitely. like M E A T S weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, that I am shocked that someone hasn't actually done like parody wise. <laughs> Like Aunt Baru meets Leia, you know. <laughs> that's, Give that's me this for like dick, the, I will. Right. That's for the step. That's for like the stepsister and stepmom crowd, you know. Hey, right. <laughs> but I think we can't really get too far into this movie 
we're now that we're talking about Yoda and his sexual prowess, <laughs> we got to talk about how Yoda's training of Jedi is basically like Fight Club, where he's he's talking to Ben and like Force goes Ben. He's like, no, he's too young. He's like, <laughs> he's he's too inexperienced. He's like, you might as well be like, he's too blonde. <laughs> Also, I love where Luke's like, I won't fail you. I'm not afraid. And Yoda just goes, you will be. You will, you will be. be. You will be. <laughs> will be. It's like, whoa, what's going <laughs> not on? Even will be, not even will be you, but like he starts showing it straight up regular English. Right. You will be. Yeah, then there's, and there's, you know, the scene that where he got the, the wood scene where he's like, your weapons, you will not need them. It's like, well, he's about to have a hallucination. I definitely wouldn't want Luke to have his weapons on him either. Cause you know, that's like doing acid with a knife in your hand. You don't want that. You yeah. need to be in a safe space somewhere. <laughs> Someone needs to be watching you. <laughs> you can't say he kills like dark self. <laughs> he kills Vader, which is it's super trippy. He kills the solution Vader and then his head comes off and then it's actually him. And like, no one talks about like that hallucination for the rest of the film. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was fucking crazy. The whole thing. But, uh, outside of that hallucination, what is that scary about uh, the Jedi training? Because Yoda very sinisterly says, you will be. And it's really just working out with a green frog thing on your back. Well, that's probably Literally. What it is. You know, it's probably, it's like, can you handle, like, how hot your back's going to get with him in that sack on your back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can you handle his little green dick in your ear? You know? <laughs> Dude, I don't know why it makes me laugh every time. But the way Yoda hits uh, R2-D2 with his cane when he grabs his foot, yeah. that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> like, I can't, like, I drool and breathe, can't breathe, I laugh so hard. Wait, I don't know why it makes I, you laugh. You guys know the bad lip-reading YouTube videos? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. There, there's a song for Yoda doing the bad lip-reading, and it's hilarious. Is that the seagull one? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. I but the the uh beat there's like a metallic beating in it and they chose Yoda just hitting R2 D2 and then R2 D2 <laughs> goes, Stop it, please. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. But um all right, so we've mentioned him before, the only black guy in the galaxy, Lando Calrissian. He's and not a planet. That's his Han Solo's name straight. The first thing he does. Hand. <laughs> Hand. <laughs> Yeah, Lando's Han, not a system. old buddy. Right. <laughs> he's not a system. He's a man. He's a man who loves capes. <laughs> he's he loves he loves laying it down too. Because the first thing he does when he sees Leia, he's like, "Hey, you looking good." <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, dude, up, you just matter. You seriously just matter, bro. <laughs> uh, Marvin Gaye's sexual healing, like yeah, right. playing that in the background. <laughs> the cantina band pops up. The- <laughs> Sexual healing. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's get it on or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Some shit like that. Just the two like of them. Barry White in a stormtrooper <laughs> comes out. <laughs> <laughs> or Barry White is Lobot with like that crazy like helmet like earphones thing he's got going on. Yeah. You guys are unfortunately making me think of the worst part of Return of the Jedi with this conversation, the song in the beginning with the aliens singing. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, God. Talk about Lucas. Just he should have been jailed for that. I mean, <laughs> you can't you can't put something that fucking terrible in the beginning of your movie, man. Come on. Because everyone's going, what? The, I watched this movie when I was younger. What the fuck is this scene? Like, what is this? 
they might as well have done what Family Guy did, which is like just the sock puppet with the googly eyes. Yeah. And they might as well have just done that. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> You're talking about how Family Guy makes Meg all the horrible monsters in Star Wars. <laughs> That's so bad. And in this one, it's the uh, the worm, like the worm creature that comes out of the the this is no cave. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of things are no things in Star Wars. That's no moon. This is no cave. <laughs> These aren't teddy bears. <laughs> these are not the droids you're looking for. These are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah, these aren't cannibalistic teddy bears. These are cannibalistic teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> these are absolutely cannibalistic terror. Right, that, these will fucking were, kill you. That were created to sell toys. Kids, you want your own or, cannibalistic teddy bear? Or the big Nell from episode three. No! <laughs> no! No! Yeah. Oh. Shorter version put in the Jedi, you know. So like they just cut that a little bit. The only reason but. they got that was because they told James Earl Jones, they're like, Yeah, your role's been reduced by a cameo, so uh we cut your chuck in half. And he went, No, <laughs> and like we got it. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sucker, here's your full tage, full check. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, it's and then there's, of course, there's all of like, this is again, like we said, this is another great performance from Harrison Ford as Han. Oh, he steals every single scene he's in in this especially movie, particularly. After, right, especially after he's going getting tortured when he, they drop him off a little cell to Chewie and he just looks at Chewie and goes, I feel terrible. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and he has my absolute favorite line in this movie and probably the second or third most iconic line where he says, I love you. And he just was, I know. Such a gangster yes. line. Yeah, I'd say that second, well, no, I am your father is the first, even though it's the most misquoted line ever. I am your full father. Effect yeah. in full effect there. Right. Uh, and then the other line that competes is, no, I do or do not, there is no try. Right. Yeah, and there's also, you know, I'm altering the deal, pray I don't alter it any further. Like, that's a great one. Then there's the one there's like that kind of like that Bane moment that Vader has with Lando right before that. Where he's kind of like, do you feel like you're being treated unfairly? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, uh, no, I'm good, Vader. <laughs> We're cool. <laughs> Or when he tells Boba Fett straight up, no incineration. He's no good to me, dead. <laughs> I love where he just goes, apology accepted, Captain, as he drops the dead body. Dead, yeah. yeah. Then, he, then he promotes the other guy. <laughs> you know, he's like, Admiral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that force choking. He's definitely using that to jerk off, right? Oh, yeah. Like, he's absolutely doing that, right? Just like the handless <laughs> jerk. <laughs> There's a, a dorkly bits. It's a thing on YouTube where they do like minute, two minute short animated things. And they do a lot of Star Wars one. And he's choking the guy. And the guy goes, harder. And he's like, what? And he looks down and the guy's got, <laughs> the guy's got a huge boner. He's like, harder. He's like, oh, you're ruining it for me. You're ruining it for me. <laughs> and he's like, He's like, oh, with all that black leather, you're such a tease. And he just chokes him again. He's like, oh, is that an Ewok on my neck? Oh, no, it's just Vader. <laughs> and Dude, then the guy, you just... <laughs> the guy comes and Vader's like, oh, oh, I can feel it. <laughs> oh, God. So Vader's a leather daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and then they throw him down into the uh, 
into the trash pit and the tentacle monster comes up and starts choking him. The guy goes, jackpot. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, there is a comic out there because Marvel took over for Star Wars because Disney owns everything now. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. It takes place during this era, like around Empire Strikes Back, where this, like, uh, um, Death Star worker falls in love with Vader. She's, like, really in love with him, like, whatever. She comes obsessive over him, whatever. And, like, she has, like, romantic fantasies about him and stuff. So she's finally, like, one day I'm going to go to his pod and, uh, and like, just surprise him and, and profess my love. And she runs into his pod and sees him without his mask on. And he looks up with her with his, like, bald-ass head. Looks at her, and she's like, "I," and then he turns on his lightsaber, and hits her through the chest with his lightsaber, kills her instantly, and she falls over. That's yeah, and and that that was. Where are you going with that one, there, buddy? (laughs) I don't know. The boner reminded me of that love story, and I was like, "That is hilarious." Gotcha. What's a love story without a boner? Right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. He just ends up killing her. Yeah. Love story. That's how you know it's love. <laughs> I also love uh one of my favorite part of the Star Wars franchise is Lego Star Wars games. They're so much fucking fun. Yes. I am. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like the robot chicken, like like Star Wars specials are pretty great too. Like those are pretty good. And there's a lot of good stuff that pertains to like Empire in this when um I think I'm pretty sure it's this. I'm pretty sure it's this one, not the first one. Where like, um, the Emperor gets a call from Vader, and he's it's about how um, I think it's right after Luke, like he says, "Hey, I'm your father." Thing, and Luke leaves. It's like the call that the Empire gets after that, and the Emperor gets, and Vader's like, he's like, "What? What do you mean he got away?" And all that, and then Vader's like says something. He's like, "Oh, geez, okay, calm down, calm." Oh God, he's crying. Like it's <laughs> it's one of the <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so. One of the first YouTube videos I ever watched was uh, they did they made like a Lego video to go along with. I think it was like Eddie Lizard doing a comedy routine talking about how like there had to be a cafe on the Death Star. Star Wars right? Cantina, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> great that's that's the first that's the first YouTube video I can really remember watching and just Vader going, "This one is wet. This one is wet. This one <laughs> with all the power of the Death Star. Do we not have the fucking dry tray? <laughs> the trays, yeah. This one, is wet. yeah. The Star Wars Cantina. It's a great." It's a great bit. <laughs> oh, you're Jeff Vader. <laughs> I'm Jeff Vader. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's so good. Then there's uh there's of course Patton Oswald's bit about the prequels. About wouldn't you want to see Darth Vader? Yeah, he's so cool. It's awesome. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a movie about him as a little kid. Oh, oh okay. That's like, oh, you like ice cream? Isn't that so great? Like, yeah, here, here's some rock salt and some milk, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think people, or I guess people do talk about it enough with uh, Queen Amidala at like 15 meeting this nine-year-old and just going, one day, I'm going to fuck that kid. Yeah, I'm going to fuck this kid. <laughs> I'm going to lead him on, too. I'm going to be like, I'm in the Senate. <laughs> like, I'm in the Senate. We can't really do it. And just, you know, like, egg him on a little bit until it gets a little crazy and then fuck him. <laughs> that kid's weird, man. He's like, you're an angel. Like, and it's just like shit like that. What a shame, and- though. Jake Lloyd. Star Wars ruined that kid's life. Dude, he led the police on a car chase and like supposedly he yelled, Now this is pod racing while they were chasing him too. <laughs> that would be that would be great. That's, would, another <laughs> line for, that's another line from the pitch meeting for episode one. They're like, he's gonna be flying a spaceship and go, now this is pod racing. And the, the guy's like, why? 
He's like, because this is pod racing. He's like, it's not pod racing. Right. <laughs> like, but but this is pod racing. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it sucks what they did. Well, like, you know, the fan base and all that did to that kid, you know. That poor kid. <clears throat> and uh, the guy that played Chewbacca. And not yeah. Chewbacca. The guy that played Jar Jar Banks, I mean. Ahmed Best, I think his name is. Yeah. It sucks, you know. That's that's the toxicity of this fucking fan base, you know. It's like yeah. it's tough, man. It's and that's tough. The, but the worst thing is that they seem to be listening to the loudest morons of that group, you know? Yes. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just put a movie out like you used to, and then be like, This is the fucking movie. Go to hell. We made this movie because this is what we wanted to make. You're a fan, yeah, great. Like it or don't, fuck off. But no, since it's all money now, you have to cater to the people that are going to pay you. And it's it's just fucking sad, you know? They should have done what George Lucas originally wanted to do for the sequel trilogy, which was all, is what they're doing with The Mandalorian now, which was all pirates and, like, the, the like, the Empire is now gone, so what happens to, like, Law and Order and the Outer Rim and stuff? But no, they just decide let's just remake the the original trilogy again, but with like this girl. Yeah, I mean, like if that was it. I mean, it's there's another meme where it's like you know, uh, it's like the the hero, the pilot, the hot one, and it's like Luke, Han, Leia in their yeah, book. and then they switch and it's like the hero and it's um uh Daisy Ridley or Ray yeah pilot and it's uh poe dameron and then the hot one is um finn and then at the bottom it's like the prequels and it's like the hot one and it's anakin skywalker yeah the pilot anakin skywalker as a pilot and then no then the hot <laughs> one it's him on fire yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no granted i do think i think hayden christensen gets a little too much hate i don't think he was good in the prequels no but I mean, he's an angsty teen that's going bad, and he plays an angsty teen that's going bad. That's what he does. Yeah. And he's not his, he's, who hates sand? Who hates sand? <laughs> right. And it's sand. it's really not his fault that George Lucas is a terrible writer and gave him terrible scripts. You know, yeah. it's that's all in those prequels. You can lay at Lucas's front door and be like, "You committed acts of war against movies, man," and they're all right. <laughs> You know, it's, invoke invoke the twenty fifth amendment on George Lucas. Like, exactly, he's not even We're the president. Unfit. We don't care. Take Lucas film. Like take the Lucas part of Lucasfilm. You are unfit to be the head of Lucasfilm in Star Wars. Disney is revoking you. They're, they're removing you from power. That's so funny. But so, I mean, there's not much more you can really say about Empire because it's it's just such a great fucking movie. Although yeah. I do love when vader does the whole no no i am your father and luke just yells his no and all that and then uh vader's like join me we can rule the universe as father and son and instead of giving him an answer luke's just like you know what i'm just gonna jump to my death bye (laughs) and then you get the worst falling (laughs) animation ever Right, he falls in a straight where you can see it's a straight line, and then all of a sudden he turns left at the end. <laughs> they should have edited it to be like, We, this is pod racing, like straight up Wee! at that part. Yeah, <laughs> Woo-hoo! like how he yells. So, why don't we move on to the final installment of 1983's Return of the Jedi? But before that, checking on our beers, Tyler, how is that beer I see you drinking? Dude, 
I am drinking way too much of this beer. Uh, it's seven point seven percent still. Um, I'm loaded, uh, but it tastes pretty fucking good now. Like it's really good. Nice. I didn't realize that. I thought this was five percent. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Mike? So I finished my second. I'm cutting myself off after that because I, I gotta go into school tomorrow, and I don't want to be hungover for that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, well, my dark ride was great, so I moved on to my second one, which is from Concha Hocken Brewing Company. It's called Philly Vice, and it's a blueberry Berliner Vice tart ale, but it's got, like, that old-school, like, 80s, like, look to it, which is, you know, these movies came out in the 80s, so there's my other stretch for my beer. <laughs> so why don't we get into Jedi, talk about that, all right, because so all Je- it had was a bunch of Muppets. Jedi is absolutely a hot mess that really started with like this is where Lucas started to be like there's way too many there's way too many weird looking puppet looking aliens in here and this isn't all needed and you have that horrible song at the beginning and everything but damn it this movie's entertaining yes 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 yeah it's it's entertaining until you literally hit the Care Bear Power Hour in the middle of this fucking movie. <laughs> it is four films in one, man. This is four I also different films. Love the ending of this movie. It's good. It's 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 good. They they should have kept Yub Nub the song, but instead we get that weird fucking pan flute mix or whatever it is. But we we have to address it because it's the only thing anyone ever thinks of when they think of Princess Leia. Can we at least acknowledge that there was a generation of nerds that all became, you know, sexually active watching this movie? <laughs> they all hit puberty at the same time. Like, every exactly. ball drop. Is this a, the is ball this, of theater was just a ball dropping. Like, this is the second movie where we've had to have this conversation with because um, who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, but with this one, it's like they came in. They're all they all came in talking like this, expecting their return of the Jedi. Yay! And then they all left talking like this, and now they're all men. <laughs> <laughs> they're all talking about the stock market and shit. They're right. like, oh, how are we gonna go. raise equities now? <laughs> we can put we can put away childish things, for we have seen a woman's boobs in a bikini. <laughs> so we shall go out and get some blow and score. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> And then why did George? Why did George the the sexy dancing alien that gets thrown into the that gets thrown to the monster? I don't know. It's kind of racist too. It's, yeah, it's it's really kind of racist. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable watching this. <laughs> you know? It's like, uh, okay, like <laughs> that happens. Right. And Luke's like, I come in now and not save this girl. Like, fuck that girl. Right then, well then there's like that other guy, they're like that little like that like bearded big tooth monster that like sings with him. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and who can forget about the guy that really cared about that monster? He got very upset, and his his alien friend was like right there giving him a hug to support him. Good friend. Yeah. <laughs> that, that no one ever talks about that part where he cries, like yeah. he weeps, he weeps with a rancor. Yeah. Right? I also love that like R2 is a drink cart. <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> R2 is the best character in Star Wars. <laughs> he is, and he's there from the beginning. You know, he's there for everything. 
He's one of the most important parts because if they can't get in somewhere, what's he do? He just fucking jams his robot dick in it and breaks it. You know? <laughs> you know, that really wouldn't work nearly as well if it was C-3PO that had to do it. <laughs> I don't think, to be honest with you, C-3PO doesn't fuck. R2 fucks. Oh, R2 so fucks, happy. C-3PO couldn't get it up to do it. That's why. R2? Oh, ready. my God. Anytime you need him. <laughs> Yo, C-3- R2... R2 comes with that little spark thing. That's what he does. He's just super horny all the time. <laughs> C-3PO is like a virgin. R2 is the ultimate Chad of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, <laughs> right? R2 fucks. You've heard it here first. R2 fucks. <laughs> but then there's also Salacious Crumb. That little like... <laughs> the guy that's like clearly the inspiration for every motion cat, like motion activated witch in a Halloween store. Yeah, like, the- oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Jabba the Hutt got a lot fatter and a lot more Muppet looking. Yeah, he got, <laughs> he got huttier, absolutely. But uh, then there's, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking at my notes here because I mean, I was kind of all over the place with this one, but um, well, this movie's all over the place, so that's fair, right. And then it was and like, it really uh, then there's like after Yoda dies. For one, Yoda says he's 900 in this. Wasn't he 800 in Empire? Maybe he rounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I guess. Well, I guess because like Grogu, like baby Yoda's only 50. And like, of course, I guess in Yoda years, that's like 500 maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but Jedi funerals must be really weird because all that's ever left is like their robe, there's no body or anything. Unless you're, unless you're Wait, dark. Does, does uh, Qui-Gon disappear when he dies? Well, I'm going by this trilogy. I'm going by Ben and Yoda both just vanish. Yeah. The only one that doesn't get to, I guess, because Sith actually get to die because Vader is very much a body that Luke throws on that Viking funeral at the end. <laughs> that funeral fire. I, another YouTube skit where they talk about how much worse it is to be a Jedi than a Sith. They're like, oh, after you die, you get to become a ghost and give advice. They're like, great, I'm not even done after I'm dead? What the hell? <laughs> right. Then of Sith course get all gotta... the cool abilities like lightning. Right, exactly. Straight up. <laughs> And like living forever, like what the fuck is that about? Like, uh, uh, aka Emperor Palpatine. Well, then you got to figure there didn't need to be any kind of investigation when Anakin massacred all those little kids. Because I mean, it was just a little bunch of little robes like laying on the floor. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I guess he did kill them all. <laughs> At least there's no blood to mop up. You know, one of my favorite memes was it's like the Emperor on the phone. He's like, oh, Anakin. Of course, I I forgot about the younglings. Of course, we don't have to kill them. We can just re-educate them. <laughs> did what? <laughs> that kid is the funniest shit though. He's like. Mr. Skywalker, well, I don't even know if he says Mr. Skywalker, but he goes, what are we going to do? And he just lights his side, lightsaber. Like, that kid's head definitely came flying over. <laughs> right. He's like, shut the fuck up, you little prick. Yeah, like, <laughs> no more questions. Anybody else? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Professor Skywalker is here to fuck shit up. <laughs> but Wait, wait, course. wait. We can't bring up Mandalorian. So, uh, we can confirm that the sequel trilogy confirms that Ben kills all of Luke's uh, all of Luke's students. So does does that mean that uh, that Ben killed Grogu? 
No, no way. Yeah. They say, don't they say that? Uh, they say something like they're Well, no, they maybe they don't say it, but I know somebody I read somewhere that somebody was probably like, you know what? They probably got him out of there. Like they probably smuggled him out. But of course, you know, there's no proof that that's just fan. Theory. And he's not a baby still then. He's probably a little bit older. One, I don't he's know, probably back with the Mando. 50, he's probably back with Mando. Uh, at 50, he's like two years old, probably. Yeah. So like, I don't know, he's, then you what, add 30 some odd years. So he's in his 80s or whatever. And I don't, I don't know how that translates, how Yoda years translate to human years. So yeah, I don't know if Kylo was able to get to him or whatever. <laughs> Grogu definitely can just like fucking turn Kylo into like a Michael Jordan ball from Space Jam and like throw him like dunk him or some shit. You saw him handling business with those fucking stormtroopers, man. He yeah, crazy, exactly. Right? Then he gets sleepy. So when he gets a little <laughs> bit older, though, he might not get so sleepy. <laughs> but he was able to heal wounds and then be like, yeah. "Oh, I just take a little nap and I'm back." Like, yeah, he did like fucking, the Mr. Miyagi trick. Like, yeah, <laughs> fucking Ben Solo died doing that. <laughs> right. But then there's, you know, of course, there's also the, we now have the second woman outside of Aunt Beru. We get Leia with a new woman friend who is the, gets four lines in this movie, which talks about the Bothans, you know, <laughs> but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the only other woman in the universe because I guess George Lucas had a problem with women at that time, but. <laughs> Yeah, you can. And speaking of Leia and Carrie Fisher, you can absolutely see the substance abuse like is happening with her in this. Her eyes are just not focused. She is not responding the way she should in most of the scenes she's in. You know, she's clearly out of it. It's 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 very obvious. Fame hits hard when it nineteen was. She was nineteen in the first one. Like when you're that young, fame hits hard. Well, and she she was the first one ever to even talk about too. Like she was bad. Like. She was doing real bad and, and but good for her on her recovery yeah. and all that. And yeah. I was going to say death, Mike. I was like, that's gross. Good for her on dying. <laughs> Jesus <Nope>. Christ. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. I don't want that. Yeah, right. Me. <laughs> right. Don't you put that Mike's evil. New- <laughs> Mike is now canceled. <laughs> right. Don't you put that hate on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> but um, yeah, then there's, then there's just the fact that the rebellion is very quick to promote people because everyone's a general now. General Calrissian, General Solo. Like, they're all generals now in this rebellion. They've only been there for, what, like four years? <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Everything in this in the, the original trilogy all kind of feels small scale. Like, all the yeah. battles feel yeah. small scale and everything. And But they all work. Like, that's... Yeah. They all work so well, I think, because of that. Yeah. Because it's not like the entire like the fate of the universe they say blah blah but it's it doesn't feel like the entire universe is at stake it particularly like, well, the first movie and the third movie it's really one major military battle a bit of time like in the death star in the first movie and then the time at java's palace and the death star in the third it it's really seems like it's kind of small yeah, and it, it really is just a matter of good versus evil, empire versus rebellion, you know? it's There's a lot of shit you don't see in the Star Wars universe. Like, The Mandalorian does cover a lot of the smaller stuff, like where you see smaller towns and villages and cities and stuff. 
and like the consequences of the big battles. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But you never see that in the major movies. You know, but even where, the big battles only feel like skirmishes. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's where I think in the first one, that whole siege of the Death Star, like to get Leia out, is so great because yeah. it's it takes up so much of the movie. But it feels so tense and awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the end where they blow up the Death Star. It's just all amazing. And then I, mm-hmm. I completely forgot mm-hmm. to bring up the scene of Han Solo just running after the stormtroopers screaming. And then he comes into a room <laughs> oh, yeah. to- oh, I forgot about that. That's right. Dude, you for- we forgot to cover about like where he t- is like, uh, B-42, how are you doing? And he's like, we're fine. Uh, uh, how are you? And then, like, he shoots the panel. No, I brought that up. I brought that. Everything's fine. Oh, you did? I, I did say yeah, that. I'm, I'm, too drunk. I'm, I'm too drunk right now. I said that that was my favorite part of the first movie. He shoots yeah. it because that was a boring conversation anyway. Luke, we have some company coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so 7.7s, man. They're kicking in. And then there's... There's, of course, Luke, where he's like, I'm, I'm endangering the mission. I shouldn't have come. Well, yeah, no fucking shit, because Vader can sense you, dick. You know, <laughs> of course he did. Of course you're endangering the fucking mission. But, of course, then at an hour and two minutes, the goddamn teddy bears show up, and, oh, this movie just takes a turn. It just takes a turn. <laughs> I love Luke just sort of goes and talks with Darth Vader. I love how they do it in Family Guy, where <laughs> Stewie's playing Darth Vader. He's like, you know, I was thinking you could come with me and the Emperor. We'll go get some ice cream, spend the weekend here, and uh, you can convert to the dark side. And Luke's right. like, counter plan. Why don't you uh, come with me? We'll get out of here, and I still see the good in you, and you can come to the light side. <laughs> right. And then there's there's that whole running bit where it's like the Emperor um, hates Seth Green. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep bring up Seth Green. <laughs> but um, then, of course, you know, and speaking of, you know, the Ewoks and the fucking teddy bears and all that horse shit on Endor, is it me or is the whole fight between the AT-ATs or the AT-ATs or whatever the fuck you want to call them, it's like the fight between Arnold and Predator in the pre- in Predator. You know, they're yes. like, they set their little traps and they're waiting for them. No one's smeared yeah. mud. That's really the only difference. You know? Yeah. Beats them with like stones and, and like sticks, basically. I think one of the traps even is like that Predator log trap that Arnold sets, you know? <laughs> so I guess you would say that Arnold, uh, d- uh, Dutch was inspired by Return of the Jedi because it came come out. Predator. Are you implying that Arnold is an Ewok? Arnold, or the biggest Star Wars nerd ever? (laughs) I would, I would go with the latter. I'd say he's probably the biggest Star Wars nerd ever because he's very clearly not a hairy man. We know that. (laughs) That's more of a Jesse the Body Ventura thing. (laughs) Jesse Ventura might be an Ewok. Hey, buddy, I'm here to help you with your cause. <laughs> Vote for me. <laughs> but, and then, of course, there's R2, who's like fucking Inspector Gadget. Oh, yeah. He's like a Swiss Army knife. He's got all kinds of shit coming out of him. And, and as we already established, R2 fucks. He fucks. Of course he does. Big time, bro. He's a passionate lover, bro. Yeah. And then, uh, then there's, of course, the... And if you want to fast forward to the end of this movie where the emperor is very clearly thrown to his death 
couple thousand feet to an explosion and yet somehow <laughs> comes back to clone himself and be in Rise of... Oh, who fucking cares? That movie sucks. You that know? something awful. Something like he brought like the force, like he like was able to like put his molecules back together and shit. I was like, you just being a dark side it's like cool. Like being the dark side sounds cool. Yeah, dark I mean, side's no way reason. cooler than the light side. Are you kidding? There's no reason to be a regular Jedi at that point. A regular Jedi yeah. turns into their robe, they like disappears and their robes are left. Fucking the Sith can reconstitute from nothing. Of course, I'm going to be a fucking Sith, you know? I mean, even, Literally. even like a gray Jedi, which is sort of like a more middle ground type, they still get some Sith abilities, I'm pretty sure. So, fuck it. Why even be a regular Jedi? I'm going to be a gray Jedi. <laughs> I want my consciousness put into one of those, like, dark troopers from the Mandalorian. I want to be a fucking, like, metal, industrial metal robot. Like, that. those things are awesome. <laughs> I want to be the Deadpool of uh, the Star Wars universe. Oh, you mean... uh? You mean Darth Maul, who just kind of keeps putting himself back together? Yeah, <laughs> he's got his robot legs and shit. Yeah. Basically, uh, now has they, now if you ever seen this, the Clone Wars um, animated series, Darth Maul dies in the most bitch way possible. That he um, he has a fight with Kenobi, right? And he does like this cool like he's like turns all these lightsabers on, he's like voo, 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 like floods all over his body, whatever. And Kenobi takes one step. And slices him through the chest, and he goes, "Oh!" And then, and Maul goes to him and looks up. And he goes, "You got me!" Like basically, he says, "Like you got me," and then dies. And I was like, "Really, really? Like all this time for that? Really?" Wait, so Maul is Maul is more like he's Deadpool from like X Men Origins Wolverine because he doesn't talk like at all. Right. The first. Yes. Movie. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't really get any lines until Solo, right? <laughs> Well, he gets lines in uh, Clone Wars. I yeah, I, I guess because I just blanked all that shit out. I didn't even bother. <laughs> Not yeah. the movie, the TV show. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I haven't seen any of that. I just, I, I keep seeing, like, clips here and there, but I'm told it's good. I'm told it's a good show. But, um, yeah, there's, I, like I said, there's the great little touch with the sad Imperial March, like, when Vader dies, and then there's... Then, of course, there's the CGI edition of Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Instead of Sebastian Shaw. Really awkward. Really awkward part. We can all just fucking keep it. You know? (laughs) It's like, what the fuck, That's the other... (laughs) Dorkly on YouTube does another one where uh, he dies, and then he comes back. He's like, yes, a force ghost. And then he goes, Hayden Christensen ghost. This is bullshit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. Like they might. But well I love the in. ending for this movie. I love the ending for Return of the Jedi. It is. It's well done. You know, it's it wraps everything up. You know, it's like it's like it's all done. We have no more left. There's no more Empire. We're done. We're good. We can they the added CGI like prequel shots of different cities celebrating. Fine, whatever. You know, but it's like okay. The cam good. the cameo by Jar Jar Binks saying Lisa Free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the forced cameo. But the best thing is like the real question is, and I don't I'm not gonna go back and figure and try to figure it out because I don't give a shit about the seven, eight, and nine. How the fuck did Kylo Ren get Vader's helmet? Did they ever mention that? 
Because it's burnt to a fucking crisp. If he asked, this, he asked Han. He was like, "Daddy, please, I want it, Daddy, please." That's how busy <laughs> he was doing it. Like a sweet impression. <laughs> yeah, basically. Wait, I Instead love how he gets his grandfather's dead head. <laughs> I love the uh, the theory that they're like, "Oh, why did they make Kylo Ren such a bratty, whiny bitch?" And then they were like, "Well." They were annoyed with the Star Wars fandom for being bratty, whiny bitches, and they wanted to show them what they were acting like. Yeah. And I honestly think Kylo Ren was Anakin done right, though, out of all of it. Yeah, if anything, I mean, yeah, well, because Adam Driver is just such a better actor. He is. Adam yes. Really good. Yes. And the other, I mean, the other question is like, if you're going to switch, if you're going to switch in Hayden Christensen for uh, Sebastian Shaw, why don't you switch in Ewan McGregor for Alec, Alec Guinness? Because everybody goes back to apparently being their fucking teenage self, you know? Well, that, Basically. that the, the argument that people make is like the last time he was truly Anakin Skywalker was when he was Hayden Christensen. Sure. <laughs> uh, it's a dumb argument, but also it's because... Uh, it's because Obi Wan's ghost kind of plays a pivotal a pivotal role throughout the movie. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you keep you keep Alec Guinness probably because the estate of Alec Guinness has some sort of blackmail on George Lucas and Disney. It was like, look, <laughs> you take him out of this, you fucking die. Like we're releasing. They him. have like <laughs> they have they have Polaroids of George Lucas in bed with Jar Jar Binks. Right, <laughs> or like they have like the Hitler Disney picture. You know, it's like yeah. they have the one of Walt and Adolf together. You know, shaking hands, having <laughs> yeah, some <right>. shit. <laughs> Adolf has Mickey Mouse ears on and shit, like some crazy ass. Like... Right, he's on Space Mountain. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. With Walt, like like thumbs up next to him. You know, hey, he has, like, got their Mickey picture Mouse taken. Bar. He has the biggest bar and the popcorn in his hand. Like, he got his hands in the air, like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> it's Walt, they're walking around holding hands. Uh, Adolf has like his Mickey Mouse ears and the Mickey Mouse lollipop just sort of licking it. <laughs> <laughs> they're just drinking in Germany and Epcot, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> People are like, is that a Hitler mustache? It's Charlie Chaplin mustache. It's a Charlie Chaplin mustache. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Guinness, the Guinness estate has, the Alec Guinness estate has, has all of that footage. And you're like, look, you do not take him off this. We keep getting this money until all of us are dead. You know? <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm pretty sure we've covered it all. I think, right? I think we're good. Yeah, it's I think been so. a Star War. It has certainly been a Star War. That is correct. So, the stars never fight each other. Misnomer. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So, Tyler, again, once again, and it hasn't been too long since you've been here, but in case people forget, where would you like people to find you? uh, I don't know, on the internet, in the world, anywhere you really want them to find you? Yeah. Follow me at Tyler on Instagram at Tyler William Glav. Twitter at Tyler Wildesclav. And uh, if you want auto or home insurance, email me at Tyler at freeholdnjinsurance.com. We help you out. Only in the state of New Jersey, though. Get out of here if you're anywhere else. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. So, um, Mike, where can people find us on the internet? All right, so for uh, social media, we're on Facebook and Instagram at Happy Hour Films Podcast. 
and we are on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, and we're on a ton of other things because Anchor just throws us on everything, which is pretty cool. So go give us a listen. Happy Hour Films Podcast. Yeah, one of these days we're going to have to actually, you know, write out a list of all the different platforms they got us on so we can yeah <laughs> I, I, like if i look at the analytics on anchor it's like oh spotify apple podcasts uh overcast and then other <laughs> other <laughs> which i mean other makes up 20 percent of our listens so hey nice There's like a million different things <laughs> right we're very we have a varied reach when it comes to that stuff so, <laughs> so yeah all right so until uh next week we're gonna have a, another returning guest we're gonna have my buddy steve come back and he's gonna talk with us about the christopher nolan dark knight trilogy and i cannot wait to shit on the dark knight rises yeah, it's. I think we're all gonna have some fun with that one because I know, I know it's not my favorite, and I know, I know Steve and I have had conversations about it as well. It's uh, it's not, it's not a wonderful film to uh, revisit. I'm actually not that excited to go watch back and rewatch it, but uh, I haven't seen Begins and Dark Knight in a while, so that's gonna be fun. But um, in the meantime, Tyler, thanks a lot for coming back, buddy. Happy birthday, yeah, buddy. Now. Yeah, happy Ooh, buddy, man. Happy birthday, man. Light speed to Endor. Mike, <laughs> at this moment, at this moment when I clap, put in the um, Star Tour sound. It's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Sure. All right, I'll Star- do my best on that one time. <laughs> Star- on to the Star Tours, awesome ride, classic. Sorry. Anyway, get out of here, kids. The movie's right. over. What are you still doing it's here? Over. Go Ferris Bueller ending. Yeah, it's right. Over. It's over. What are you doing? Go, go on. All right. So, yeah. until that time, Tyler, once again, thanks for coming on, buddy. It's been great. And until next time, as always, I have been Ross Bacon. I've been Mike McGuigan. And we'll see you guys next time. So long.